Hello, we are in the Christmas series. And this series is called Christmas Promises. And we are looking at different promises God made, like joy and hope and peace. And we are digging deep into those promises and what they have to do with the birth of Jesus. So please enjoy this message. It will inspire your life. Uh, this series is called Christmas Promise. And we're going to look at some promises God made for all of us. One of the promises of God is that He never comes too late. He's always on time. And at this moment, I want to welcome our online guests that are watching via YouTube and Facebook. Tonight's message is called In God's Waiting Room. You know, sometimes we feel like God has a different timeline than we have. We like to know things of the future. God doesn't does not tell us the details in advance. People like to know the future. And you know what they do? They go to the fortune teller. And the Bible is very clear about this. Do not go to the fortune teller. Because the future only God knows. And it's good that we don't know. We could not handle knowing the future. The future would scare us. Or if we would know the future, we would want to go and change it. But you know what God wants? God wants us to trust in Him alone. God wants us to trust Him every day new. Jesus says, The Father is the only one who has the authority to decide dates and time. These things are not for you to know. What this means is, God has it under control. Trust God. God is never in a hurry and He is never late. God is always on time. God's timing is always perfect. And I want to show you this with this piece of metal. God invented time. Imagine the one end 
being the beginning of time and the other end is the end of time the past and the future and we are living maybe right here right now God sees everything at the same time. He cannot be late or early. He has time in his hands. So we can relax. Because God has it in his control. God is timeless. He always was and always will be. So if we trust God, we can relax. We can truly relax. God has given us a dream. Given us passion. When we were born, he gave us skills and talents. When I was 18 years old, I wanted to become a pastor. And you know what happened? I was working in another place. I was working in construction. I was working in the store. It didn't look like I was going to be a pastor. But God has given me and has given you a dream. But if it doesn't go fast enough, we want to give up. Don't give up. Stay patient. Trust God's timing. We always want things now. I want the church to grow now. I want this to happen now. If I pray for someone, I want him to be healed now. And we know this from our everyday life. We see the new Honda Dream motorbike. And that's when we realize we want it now. We feel it. We want it now. The new iPhone. The new Samsung phone. The new Vivo phone. The ອັບປໍອັບປໍຟົນຍັງຫາຈະຕົວສັບຖ້າໄມ່ມຸຍຕິດຊມຸດຖ້າອົບປໍແລະຊິຫາວ່າຫຼັງອາຍກັນກໍ
The Bible says, When the right time came, God sent His Son, Jesus. Just think about that. God was thinking about when is the right time to send His Son to be born as a baby to save the world. And God took time and He chose the right time. But let me tell you, it was not convenient for Mary. When the angel came and said, you're going to be pregnant, it was not a good timing. Well, Mr. Angel, I don't have a husband yet. It's not convenient. What will people think? I'm just a teenager. Can, can we do this a little bit later when I'm married? God chose the time. It was not convenient for Mary. You know who it was also not convenient for? Her boyfriend, Joseph. Oh, you're pregnant. That's weird. Because we never had sex. That's inconvenient. How will explain this? to my parents. What will your mom say? If it's God, the timing is a little bit weird. And then Mary got pregnant. Joseph trusted God and they married. But it was during the end of the pregnancy. You know how the end of a pregnancy looks? With the big belly. You know how it looks? You cannot walk very good anymore. Everything becomes hard. And you have trouble moving. You just want to sit. Lay down. Can't wait till the baby comes out. But it was during this time that the government in the area wanted everybody to go to their motherland. To the town they were born. But not in a few months, tomorrow. What? I have to travel to my homeland. I can barely walk. And they were traveling a long way. 
God, this is inconvenient. Could you not have changed the timing with the government maybe two weeks? God chose the time. Very inconvenient. And she was traveling the night she gave birth. And there was no more room, so she gave birth by herself in a stable. It's not what I thought it would be. Remember this message a few weeks ago? It's not how I thought it would be. Even if it's inconvenient with our time plan, it's still 100% in God's timeline. At the right time, God can do anything instantly. God can do more in one second that I can do in 10 years. God can do anything at any time. And when we look at how God created the earth, God said, let there be light. Boom, it was there. Remember Jesus inside the storm on the water. They were thinking they were going to drown. And Jesus spoke to the wind and to the waves. Stop. Be calm. And instantly, it happened. Or remember John and Peter. When they were walking and they saw a lame man. Lame all his life. And they said, stand up and walk. And instantly, the muscles grew back in his body. When we think that God runs out of time, that's when God shows his miracles. Amen. Amen. It's hard to accept. Because the most difficult place to be is in God's waiting room. Just like when you wait for the dentist. And you wait. And you wait. When will I get married? When will my school be finished? When will I have that job? How long do I have to wait? It's difficult in God's waiting room. And we often get impatient. But 
But it's important that we stay. Because God lets us wait in His waiting room because of two reasons. First, he wants to test our faith. Test. Do we trust him? And the second one is to build our character. If everything works the way I want it, when I want it, if there is no challenges, no problems, my character cannot grow. My character only grows when it's inconvenient, when it's not how I expected it to be. While we are working on our projects, God is working on us. God is more interested in us than he is in our projects. Actually, we are God's project. It's not so much what we do, but it's more of what God wants to do in us. Remember when Zopia talked about this. Trust God 100%. Let yourself fall and trust that God will carry you. I wanted to become a pastor. But then I married. But this idea never left me. And I came to my wife. And I said, Sopal, it's time to start the church. God used Sopal to say to me, No. I say, I think timing is right. I am 32 years old. No. I come again. 34 years old. It's getting late. God used my wife to say no. 36 years old. 37 years old. But you know what the funny thing is? When I was 39 years old, God used my wife to say to me, let's go start a church. That's what I've been saying for 10 years. But I was not ready. I was not ready. I was absolutely not ready to start before. If I would have forced it, 
I would not be where we are now. Be patient. And trust God. This is what the Lord says. At the right time, I will answer your prayers. There is a difference between no and not yet. It's when you drive down the street and you see a signal with three lights. When it's green, go. This is when God just says, I hear your prayer, here you go. But each of the color has a different meaning. And I would say half of the Cambodians know what the meaning is. Because sometimes I'm like, I have green, you also have green? Okay. Maybe your light is broken, but or I wait because it's red. Take my what? So actually they have meaning. <laughs> and the same is it with God. God can say go. God can say wait. Not yet. Wait. Or God can say no. This is not for you. This will not happen. God has his reasons. But just because it's not yet doesn't mean it's no. We had the joy of raising two children. <laughs> when I think back, children have a different idea of time. They're five years old. And they feel hungry. Mommy, I want to eat now. Why? I'm hungry now. I want to eat now. Please give me food now. But mommy knows what the child does not know that in 30 minutes a beautiful Dinner will be ready. So mommy says, no. Because it's not the right time. Oh, and I know my wife. When my kids are not hungry at the table. It's not good. Because she will ask. Did you eat something before my dinner? No. Are you sure? Mm. Maybe a little bit. 
Then it's quiet at the table. Because you, you should have waited. What you did was not in the right time. You wanted to eat, but it was not the right time. So my kids learned very quickly. That if they eat without being dinner time or lunch time, they have to ask the boss. And my kids were always hungry. <laughs> so sometimes you don't know the time. And we need to trust. God is not a vending machine where you just say to God what you want and it comes out But what do you do when you wait in, your, in God's waiting room? Don't fear and trust God. Jesus says, Don't be afraid, just believe. In the Bible it says 365 times. Don't be afraid. As if God wants to say, I'm going to repeat this to you every day of the year. Don't fear. God, I trust you. I have said, you are my God. My life is in your hands. This should be our prayer. God, I will do what I can today. But for everything else, I trust you. My life is in your hands. That means to trust God 100%. The second thing you do in the waiting room. Don't worry and trust God. We worry about everything. If something happens too fast, if something happens too slow, we read in the Bible, wait and trust God. Don't be upset when others get rich or others or someone else's plan succeed. We get stressed when someone else gets promoted. When we worry about, oh, it should have been me. When somebody else has the nice things that I also want. Why can I not have some luck? You know, this is the worry room 
of yourself. The difference between God's waiting room and your own worry room. Is that you are alone. And every second you worry does not change a thing. You just sit and you worry and you waste time. Don't worry instead of worrying, pray. Let petitions and praises shape your worries into prayers, letting God know your concerns. So there is something that we all do. We worry. But here we can learn that we can shape our worries into prayers. Right now, my mom is in the hospital. Because she has cancer. And she doesn't have a long time to live anymore. And I think a lot about her. I think more about her than before. I send a text message. I send a voice message. And I hope that I will see her before she dies. I can worry or I can trust God. I already bought a the, the, the plane ticket to go back and visit my mom. But I can worry if she will still be alive or not. Or I can shape my worries into a prayer. Instead of worrying in my brain, I say, God, please let me see my mom again. Please let her live until I visit. Thank you for listening to this message. I hope it has inspired and challenged your life. Don't forget to click the subscribe button and also the little bell that will remind you of next week's message. Don't miss it and enjoy your Christmas.